about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshigma, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with Him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. we had for Easter is simple. I am resurrection. And, and, and when we started this year, the only thing God said to us is I am. And this Sunday, this Easter Sunday is I am the resurrection. I am the resurrection. Isn't that funny that God gave us the theme of I am and all these things that has come has really shown that we need the I am. So let's go to the book of Luke chapter 24 quickly. Luke chapter 24 and verse 1 to 7. And Luke chapter 24 and verse 1 to 7. Luke 24, come on, you've got your Bibles, it's on the screen. It says, now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. But when they found the stone rolled away, someone say the stone was rolled away. Someone say the stone is rolled away from my life. He says, but when they found the stone rolled away from the tomb, they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. You need to go with us to Israel because we saw all this while we were there. We saw the tomb. We had to go into it. And it's a very beautiful thing to experience. It says in verse 4, and it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Then, then as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, why do you seek the living amongst the dead? There will be none of us missing in the name of Jesus. He says, he is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified. And this is why I say, sometimes we may go through stuff. But the fact that someone had the coronavirus is not a stigma. Come on, guys. We may go through stuff. We may go through water. We may go through fire. But it will not kindle upon us. It will not rise over us. We will rise above it. Jesus, as the Son of God, had to still be crucified. He, do you know? Did you see the scripture? He says he was handed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified. But there was a third day. On the third day, rise again. Now, when we talk about the resurrection this morning. I want to bring to us a very clear example that may help us regarding the resurrection in the Bible. In the book of John chapter 11, 25 to 26, this is the story of Lazarus. This is the, Jesus said to her, he said to Martha, this, was a, this, this is an example of what Jesus was saying. Jesus said to her, I am, that's the word I want you, I am the resurrection and the life. Shout, somebody shout it in your house. Say, Jesus is the resurrection and the life. And then I want you to say to yourself, because you are made in his image and according to his likeness, start to say, I am too. I am the resurrected 
and the life. You somebody say that's that's that 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 that's wrong. No, 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 it's not wrong. Everything in your life will start to resurrect. That is of God in the name of Jesus. I am myself. I love what it says. I am but myself. The resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in, adheres to, trusts in, relies on me. Although he may die, Kataya, did you see that? Yet he shall live. Although he may die. And, and whoever continues to live and believes in, has faith in, cleaves to, relies on me, shall never actually die at all. And then the next thing he says is, do you believe this? <laughs> I, I could just close on this and we can just all go home. You are home anyway. <laughs> yeah. you could, we could just shut down on this. He says, do you believe this? I have good news for you this morning on Easter Sunday because the theme this year, as I said, is I am. And Jesus says, I am myself the resurrection. Do you realize that that means he cannot raise what is not dead? But if it is dead, he says, I am. And when we say, Jesus, you are the resurrected Christ, the resurrected Christ is living on the inside of me. But, but you need to understand that we won't know if he is the resurrection, if something hasn't died. And Jesus was telling Martha, I know he's dead, relax. I've got this. I know he's dead. Because Martha thought Lazarus was dead. And that was a setback. I want to speak to someone this morning. The, the, the disciples thought he was dead. And that was a setback. Jo Joseph's brothers thought he was dead and buried when they sold him into slavery. But he came back. <laughs> Daniel was thrown into the lion's den. The widow of Zarephath, someone was thrown into hunger and death. The, the Roman centurions and the devil thought that Jesus would never come back from a setback. But he did. Can I say to somebody right now, everything that you may be going through is a temporary setback. They said that this, the finances uh, of the United Kingdom of the world is not going to revive back. We will come back. We the saints, we live in Goshen. What are the things in your life that seems to have a temporary setback? What are the things that people uh, think uh, about you? What are the things that people have buried and presumed dead? Are you facing a dead career? Are you facing a, a financial collapse? Are you facing a bankruptcy? Are you facing issues with the mortgage? Are you facing issues with your children? The good news is that there is no locked door that can keep Jesus out of your life. No locked door. No tomb. No stone. It was just a setback. Even if they close the tomb, he is still in control of the lock. I know the government has said that this Easter is the peak of the coronavirus, the COVID-19 uh, but, 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 but I need to say this, that unfortunately this virus took the wrong time to say it's, it's reaching the peak. It's all the wrong time because there is something called the blood of Jesus that is the peak. And it's just come against the peak of the blood of Jesus. And you know what the Bible says? Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We come against the peak. And we declare that we are the children of God living at a great time. Living in a great time. Don't be fooled. It's just a setback. Jesus came back. The widow of Zarephath came back. Blind Bartimaeus came back. 
Ah, Jabez came back from his setback. So what does the resurrection mean to us during this period? As the end of the story regarding Martha was a different outcome. Oh, oh, how? How does this resurrection story resonate with us? What is the meaning of I am the resurrection? I am. Jesus said to Martha, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. If you believe, you will see the glory of God. Worship Tabernacle. If you believe this Easter Sunday, you will see the glory of the Lord. What does the resurrection mean to us? Oh, the resurrection. Uh, Jesus, the resurrection came to Martha. The resurrection has come to you. Somebody shout amen in your, in your city. The resurrection has come to you. And when I started to make a study, God started to unpack this for me. He gave me three P's. Three P's of what the resurrection has come to do. Number one, the resurrection has come to paralyze failure. <laughs> ah, they looked at Martha and they thought she's a failure. They looked at Mary thought she's a failure. Lazarus was a failure. The death was finished. Jesus, resurrection teaches us one thing. That when I'm with you, no one is a failure. I need to say this to someone because when Jesus comes on the scene, when the resurrection comes on the scene, it doesn't only paralyze failure, it paralyzes fear. It eliminates fear. Victory is assured. Jesus told Martha, just believe, Kyle. Believe. Believe. Do not doubt God's love because you are in a crisis. That was the doubt Martha had. Jesus, if you were here, your friend Lazarus wouldn't have died. Jesus just wept like, Father, I know you hear me every single time. God, I, I just found out I've got coronavirus. I just found out I lost my job. I found out that this thing is not going the way I planned it. Do you really love me? Are you discouraged because you think he doesn't care for you? Because Martha actually thought Jesus didn't care because they sent a word to him three days before. But they said something about the number three, which is perfection, which is completeness. They send a message to him. He says, I, 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 I'm going. And then he says, Lazarus dead. But you know what? Jesus' resurrection. He knew he I am the resurrection. I am the resurrection and life. And when I am the resurrection, there is no failure. You will not fail. Don't you see that trouble cannot trouble you? Are you depressed because life has not turned out the way you thought it would? Are you in a self-defeating habit? Are you in a pattern? Are you feeling that this habit, I thought I've got over it. Maybe you're struggling with nicotine. Maybe you're struggling with pornography. Maybe you're struggling with different kinds of Maybe you're struggling with different kinds of things. Maybe you're struggling with your home. Maybe you're struggling with your wife. Maybe you're struggling with your husband. And you thought, maybe when we shut down, things will start to work together. But you're despairing because things are not actually working the way you thought it is working. You're asking yourself, maybe God hasn't forgiven me. Maybe, God, I still feel guilty. How haven't you forgiven me? God, why aren't you not here? And I need to say this to someone this morning. That I am the resurrection. He will paralyze failure. You will not fail. Proverbs 24, 16 says, For a righteous man falls seven times and rise up again. But the wicked are overthrown by calamity. Seven times. The, 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 the man puts his head between his knees and says, Go again. Go again. Go again. And each time the report was... Prophet, you failed. 
He says, go again. You failed. Third time, go again. You failed. Go again. You failed. Until the seventh time. He says, ah! Failure has been paralyzed. I can see the hand of God coming out of the sea. And I can hear that there's a sound of the abundance of rain. Dip yourself in the river Jordan seven times. And after the sixth time, the thought guy must have encountered fear. But on the seventh time, the word always prevails. Go back again. Where they said no, it is not no. Many of you, especially you young ones, you guys, you just give up pretty easy. The girl said no the first time and then you just feel, oh, maybe it's because I don't have a car. Get up, man, and go again. Phone her up. Do a FaceTime. And if Talikwa doesn't love you, Mamikwa would. Get yourself together. Oh, oh, she said no. The way she even spoke to me, I felt cheap. What's the matter with you? The resurrection Christ is on the inside of you. So many of you guys are so afraid. That's why you're not married. This Easter Sunday, get up. Stand up. Oh, you're now thinking, Pastor, where can I go? Go on your Instagram. DM someone. <laughs> Start a conversation. She's also lonely. She's just regretted her decision. Get up and do something. Something is about to happen. Eh? And girl, stop running. It's your time to stand. Get over yourself. You can see that this has shut us down for three, four months. How long do you have in life? Get up. The Bible says a righteous man falls down. I can keep getting rejection seven times, but I will rise again. Never look at yourself as a failure. The facts don't determine the future. A positive self-image will prepare you for success. Oh, I lost the job. Get up again. Never accept defeat. It's just a setback. Transcend this morning the ashes of defeat. Rise above. Go beyond. Exceed. And do in the name of Jesus. Your failure in a business does not mean that you are a failure. I just failed an exam. Doesn't mean I'm a failure. Listen to me. Sometimes, I've said this before, the headlines, they do scare us. Sometimes we feel that evil is winning. But then, along comes Easter. To remind us that there is no grave deep enough. No seal imposing enough. No stone heavy enough. No evil strong enough to keep Jesus in the grave. There is no failure strong enough to keep you in the grave. I failed in business once. My entire money disappeared. And apparently, I'm going to be honest with you as a pastor, it actually happened during the most joyous time that we're supposed to have when our son was born. We lost money. It was during the period of financial crisis. It was just like this. Just like this. And I was preaching that you're in Goshen. But we were weeping in our home when we saw all our money just disappear just like that. But it was just a setback. I remember in football, I'm not sure if anyone, any one of you can remember Liverpool in the finals of the European Cup. They were down 3-0 by halftime. The, the, everyone wrote them off. I must confess because I don't want to lie on Easter Sunday. Maybe next Sunday, but not on Easter Sunday. I, I, I switched off the TV. He has switched off. He's finished. I've 
died then. They're off. I just couldn't mess up anymore. The headlights. <laughs> They're scary. Three zero. And this is AC Milan. I think it was AC Milan. You couldn't believe nobody comes back against AC Milan. Except that I just got a pop-up on my phone. 3-3. Three, three. I missed the juicy moments. I missed the best moments. 3-3. Three, three. I'm like, I switched on the TV. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I switched the other channel. And I saw 3-3. Three, three. But it was, that was not the end of the story. Because on Friday, he was dead. On Saturday, he was buried. But on Sunday, he didn't come back to 3-3. Three, three. They actually had penalties. And they won. It's gone down as one of the biggest comebacks in football history. And it's also the same Liverpool that was losing against the mighty Barcelona. It is ingrained in them. 3-0. Second leg. They decimated them. Against all odds, we buried them. You know what? Each time I think about Liverpool, I think there's a resurrection spirit on the inside of them. You will rise again. You know why? You know why they did that? Three times. And when you listen to the story, Stephen Gerrard, who was the captain in those days, said, guys, let's get there and let's do our best. We are not leaving without a fight. We will not be paralyzed with fear. The resurrection says, I am not paralyzed by failure. Number two, the resurrection comes to place you or put you in control. Place or put you in control. He told Martha, he says, I am. I am. Meaning, I am in control. I got this. Coronavirus, I got this. We don't then say, I got this. You're fearing what's happening to your parents. Jesus says, I got this. I'm putting you in control. You know, Easter brings good memories for me. Because 25 or 26 years ago, I was in church. And I looked at my wife. We were not married. She was just a girlfriend. I invited her to come to my church. I wanted to ask her out. And throughout the whole praise and worship service, and throughout the whole service, my heart was palpitating. While the pastor was preaching, I was thinking of what am I going to say to this lady? Because here I am, I have not got enough money. She dresses so well, she looked so well, she was way above my league. Way, way above. Here I was with my cream jacket. And my, cream, and, 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 my, and my green trouser, and my burgundy shoe. And I was going to ask this woman out. Now, there was a lot of things that was against me at that particular time. Number one, she was in a relationship that she had just finished. She had she'd finished. She'd finished, but she finished it on a Friday or just before the Friday she just traveled in. But I had crucified the guy and on Friday and buried him securely on Saturday and I was ready for the resurrection on Sunday. You take it by force. And here I was, I was thinking, but she's just come out of this relationship and how am I going to invite her out? And my heart was palpitating. 
all throughout. And after a while, I said, you're in control. You're in control. So after the service, I walked up to her sheepishly and said, where are you going? Said she was going to see a friend and all that. That was way out of where I'm going. I said, let's go. Remember, she just come out of a relationship. Remember, number two, I was fearful. And then number three, the worst thing was, I wasn't sure if my car was going to work. I had this old banger. Uh, I, I, didn't, I wasn't sure if it was going to work. So as we were going to the car, I needed the resurrected Christ to resurrect that car. I was praying that once I put that key in, the resurrection, the ringing will rise up. Car, rise up. Again, I got in there, opened the door. The door, I had to open the door because if she opened the car door, she would know that this is a bad car. So I opened the door, got out to sit. He said, oh, you're such a gentleman. He wasn't the gentleman. It was the issue. She sat in there. I walked around. I was going around. My legs were shaking. Everything was shaking. I got in there, put the car keys into the ignition. I said, rise now. Resurrected Christ. And bam, as I switched it on, it just went, I'm like, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I didn't know when I said hallelujah. She looked at me. I just thought about what happened in church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And here we were driving. All the way to where she was. And as soon as we got to where she was about to get, I said, this is my opportunity. I actually refused to switch off the car. It's my opportunity because now that we've got here, I'm not sure what will happen to the car. So I asked her out. And she said, okay. I said, no, you need to think about this because if you say, okay, you're married immediately i didn't know if i would have this opportunity again so you're married you are married she smiled she got out of the car she said do i want to come in i said no she didn't realize that my no was because if i switch off this car i'm not sure if it's going to work again she said no i just want you to come in so i switched off the car and sheepishly walked in but then as fear gripped me if it will work again i just thought god who made it happen the first time will allow it to happen the second time. <laughs> and after we finished, after I spent some time there, they gave me some food. I couldn't eat the food because I was thinking about the car. Went back into the car. She walked into the car. I begged her not to walk me to the car. I put the key in and bam! It went and it started again. I said, Jesus is Lord. And then we went. You know what? I said all that because God will place you in control. The resurrection means you're in control. Through Christ, God once again re-established man in his position of dominion. Where he is in control of all things. Man can be supernaturally in control again. Why? Because Jesus died for us and rose up and says, My resurrection, my resurrection, when it comes to you, it paralyzes fear and it places you in control. Jesus died, the, de- the disciples gave up. His mother gave up. Unfortunately, fortunately, even the devil gave up. They thought he was dead and buried. But you know what? Sometimes, the enemy has the ability to try to destroy someone. But there is a resurrection power. That is the same power that rose Jesus from the dead. Is on the inside of you. And some of you need to understand you are in control. You know what? Sometimes, 
the enemy sits a person down and shows him or her the magnitude of their problems and, and, and then commands that person to start crying or get anxious and even commit suicide. They never have to sit you down and start, and start telling you why you should cry, why you should weep, why this issue is going on it will affect you, why you will not come out so, and then tell you and command you start to cry. Because you've given him the control. Think about this. People may walk away from your life. In fact, people may ghost you during this period because they know you have no way of having physical contact. People may even walk away from your tomb. But don't sweat it. Because they will come back on the third day and see the empty tomb. Jesus said to Martha, I've got this. Remove the stones of unbelief and hopelessness. Make a determination to move beyond the disappointments and embrace the good that is awaiting for you. My wife got disappointed by someone who let her down, cheated on her. And that person came back after a while and didn't meet her in the tomb. She met her on top. She met her with this boy. This boy that resurrected her life and mine too. I'm sure she's smiling right now. And she's looking at me. Like, what on earth are you talking about? Yes. Even those who rejected me have come to accept me now. And you realize that this relationship that God is building wasn't because of us. It was because of years down the line that together we will resurrect and raise a generation of young people who will be soldiers for the Lord. It's, it's just a setback. You're coming back. But the resurrection puts you in control. For God has not given us a spirit of timidity, second Timothy 1 7, but of, uh, but of power. He's given us a spirit of power and of love and of a calm, well balanced mind and discipline and self control. You're in control. You're in control. And then, number three, when the resurrection comes, it does, it, does, it, it paralyzes fear, failure. Sorry, when the resurrection comes, it puts us or places us in control. And lastly, when the resurrection comes, it preserves life. Capodo. Oh, oh, somebody should rejoice. It preserves life. I am the resurrection. The resurrection has come to preserve life. The resurrection has come to paralyze failure. The resurrection has come to put you in control. I call it, when it says preserve life, I call it the art of restoration. Jesus' resurrection signifies that you can have abundant life. Jesus' death and resurrection shows that anything that can be restored, even if the situation is dead, God can restore it. Redemption has the power to bring someone back from a dilapidated state or decline into a better position. Pastor, how do you know? Because Bartimaeus was blind. He was brought back. Mephibosheth was dead and buried. But the king says, go bring Mephibosheth. And the, and the Bible says, David says, I'm restoring you back to your position. No legs, but still in charge and in control. Naaman was, 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 was a leper, but he was restored back to his position. I said it by the time we were breaking bed. Reason means stand up. Reason means to quit one's previous position. 
And John 10, 10 says this, The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I, I come. I am come. I am come. I am. Did you see that again? It says, I am come. Did you see that? It's up there. It says, I am come. That they may have what? Life. And they may have it more abundantly. The coronavirus does not have the power to kill you. The coronavirus doesn't have the power to destroy you. The Jesus rose. He took muscles. Took away the king of the key of life and death. Gave it unto us. Because the resurrection says, I preserve life. Recognize you have a redeemer. A rescuer. A savior. The function of the redeemer is to gather together anything that has been scattered. Job looked not at his past nor at his present but job looked into the future and confidently said what i know my redeemer lives let me close by saying this to you maintain confidence that is on your side cast not away therefore your confidence that has great recompense of reward First Corinthians 6:14 says god will raise us from the dead by the same power that he used when he raised our Lord to life. So just say to this resurrection son, so they say, God, you will preserve my life. Resurrection preserves life. Resurrection came into Lazarus and said to Lazarus, Lazarus, come forth. Because although Lazarus was physically dead, Jesus has preserved his life. I am the resurrection and life. Jesus preserved his life. If God's spirit can defeat death. There is no habit. There is no sin. There is no attitude. There is no virus that can withstand his power. If you want to live life right, look to the resurrection. Do not look at where you are. God spoke into the darkness and said, Shine! <laughs> there will be an encounter of light in the midst of any darkness of your life. So what do I want you to do today? Should I tell you what you should do? Close the door of failure and disappointment so that God can open new doors. Lazarus, come forth. And they saw the glory of God. Today, I say, is Restoration Sunday. You will rise again. Because this resurrection will paralyze failure. This resurrection will put you in control. You will not lose control. This resurrection will preserve life. You will not die. He says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Why did he say, say that? He says, because if you serve the Lord, he says, I will bless your bread and your water. And none of the sickness of these Egyptians will come upon you. And none of you will be barren. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Today is Restoration Sunday. If Mephibosheth can come back, you can come back. When this whole thing is dead, when this whole thing has finished, when the pandemic has gone, your setback will be your comeback in the name of Jesus. It's Resurrection Sunday. And I know that God will raise you again. Don't sit down. Don't fall out. Don't cry. Gather your family and your friends together. Have a wonderful Easter lunch. Forget your diet. Eat. Drink. Rejoice. 
Because God is in control. And I know that every failure, every fear will be paralyzed in the name of Jesus. You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939 You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19 3RQ, Archway, London. Thank you for listening.